You are listening to the regular version of Sexy Marriage Radio, smrnation.com. You've turned on Sexy Marriage Radio, where the best sex happens in the marriage bed. Here's your host, Dr. Corey Allen. I love the fact, Pam, that the Sexy Marriage Radio Nation um, occasionally listens to what we're saying. Occasionally. And when we, Thank you. when we talk about this idea of, hey, if you like the show, jump on iTunes and rate and review it. Mm. And leave a comment. And there was a guy that emailed me that said, you know what? I've been listening for three years and I've heard you say that every single episode. And I finally figured out on the eighth birthday, which was a couple weeks back. Yeah. What better time than to finally follow through with what you've been asking. But to jump on iTunes and leave you guys a review and how Sexy Marriage Radio has impacted his life and his marriage. Love it. By just love stumbling it. upon it. And I love the fact that um, the people when they do... Uh, it just helps spread the word. Yeah. It helps let other people know what's going on. And it helps us be better um, with what we're trying to do here at Sexy yep. Marriage Radio. Because what we want to do is to speak into the questions that you may have or the conversations that you want to take place to make your marriage and your sex life better. Mm-hmm. And the way you can do that as members of the Sexy Marriage Ma- Sexy Marriage Radio Nation. Easy for you to say. Is to call us at 214-702-9565 or you can jump on into the inbox at feedback at sexymarriageradio.com because those emails uh, really do help shape listener-driven radio that we got going Mm -hmm. on here at Sexy Marriage Radio. They do. Another way for you to get involved, we're coming out and announcing now our 2020 getaway. Right? Correct. So you want to give details about the 2020 getaway? The Sexy Marriage Radio getaway in 2020 takes place. We've already had told you to save the date. It's June 18 through 21 mm-hmm. here in the DFW Metroplex area again, the Marriott Solana, which is where we've been the last three years. Mm-hmm. But this year, uh, we're no holds barred. A big blowout. Have we been holding something back? I don't know. It kind of just sounds fun to say that way because it it is going to be a big blowout because in the current format of the way we do the Sexy Marriage Radio getaway, Mm -hmm. this is the last time we are offering it. Last time. So signups will open up for registering soon. We don't have that date nailed down yet. Okay. You will be the first to hear as part of the nation and listeners. But this year we have... One already special guest invited, mm-hmm. and we're trying to nail down a couple greatest. of other really cool things. But what we have already nailed down is over the history of Sexy Marriage Radio, we've talked about MELT, mm-hmm. the couples massage courses uh, led by Dennis Merkus, our Australian mate. Yes. So he is actually going to join us for part of the getaway and teach a two hour hands on course. Where you and your spouse get a chance to learn the techniques he talks about uh, in a live format. Mm-hmm. It's going to be such a treat. So, I mean, such great skills you can walk away with. Absolutely. Right there. And he actually came through here just recently, took yeah. him to some good barbecue. He and I did some videos. Yeah, you guys had some great <clears throat> conversations. You have a link posted out there for the video, don't yeah, you? Yeah, at smrnation.com um, is the st- what part one of mm-hmm. three of a conversation he wanted to have with me for his audience of just a lot of questions about relationships. And yeah. so in our living room and then in our backyard, we recorded a lot of conversations uh, for video. And so 
part one is out of three. It's great. You guys need to check it out. So go to smrnation.com and check that out because it's worth worth listening. It's a, it's a it's great info. Yeah. So coming up on today's regular free version of Sexy Marriage Radio is a conversation that I had with Dr. Claudia Grauf Grounds, who has a book out. She's a PhD level professor and marriage and family therapist that's been in the field for a long time, has even helped write one of the seminal textbooks the MFT field uses. Oh, gosh. Okay. So she's very, very knowledgeable mm-hmm. in the field with systems and communication and the dynamics that happen in families and in marriages. And she has a book out called We've Had This Fight Before, where her premise is, we don't have 300 fights, we have three. They just all come back to the same thing over and over. And so it's a fantastic yeah. conversation in the way she frames it. And so the free version of Sexy Marriage Radio is our conversation about how, how we can fight better okay. and how we can recognize that dynamic better. And then coming up on the extended version of Sexy Marriage Radio, which is deeper, longer, and there's no ads, you can subscribe at smrnation.com. Listen to a more in-depth conversation that I get to have with Dr. Claudia mm-hmm. about what's the state of the marriage and family field, plus she's an attachment theory therapist, okay. which is not me. Yeah, different, different perspective. And so I have. wanted to bring her on for that taste of here's another lens through which to look at what goes on in our lives and in relationships. Okay, so maybe that lens is uh, more relevant or more easier to see than it might fit with the, the way, way you, you see life. It. And yeah. so we wanted I wanted to have the opportunity for her to unpack that because I would not do it justice because mm, it's okay. not the way I view life That'd and be great. view relationships. So all that's coming up on today's show. Well, one of the things that's very common in marriages than the people that uh, write in or call in for Sexy Marriage Radio Nation is uh, marriages are going to have conflict. And so joining me for this segment of the show today, uh, I have Dr. Claudia Graf Grounds is joining me. She's written a book called We've Had This Fight Before. Um, And so I figured, you know what? Let's talk about fighting. And so, Claudia, I'm bringing you on board because let's fight. What do you think? So. (laughs) Sounds like a good plan. Perfect. Let's talk about fighting. Yeah. So thank you so much for, for joining the show today. And I got I, just to start there with the, the book, I know you've got other stuff too that we may talk about as this conversation unfolds, but I really want to land on, on this work you've got because the way you frame uh, the, the path we go through uh, is really good. So I'm just curious, how did you start? How did you, how did you land on this? So how I landed on the book, uh, the premise of the book is basically couples don't have 300 fights. They have three fights 100 times each. Okay. And it actually came from, it was kind of a weird um, traversing to get to the book, but uh, we had a Sunday school class at our church and the Sunday school class was to work on family relationships. And we were every family series. So every first Sunday of the month, we would have a family topic. And they said, hey, we've run out of some of our speakers in the community. Why don't you, Claudia, come in and talk about couples? Okay. So I started kind of synthesizing what I had been doing for a long time as a clinician. I'm licensed as a marriage and family therapist, and I'm also a professor. So I've been teaching family therapy. So I kind of pulled that together to make it really accessible to our yeah. church group yeah. and had just a really fun ideas and it came out with these ideas of three different fights so okay since then i've you know fine-tuned it and looked at the research a little bit more to tie it all together but that's where it started right so let's let's go there because i think 
the the succinctness of this of this lens is what's so good. Is Thank is you. it just helps simplify stuff? Because I am I am a person that I want to just. How do I make it as simple as possible? Yeah, because that's like how that. it can be understandable and applicable. Right. So so walk walk us through the the three different um, aspects of this that you've boiled it down to. Okay, so there are three fights instead of three hundred, and it comes from thinking about people holistically. So people are both. Are, are not both, but they are biological, they're physical, they're psychosocial, they learn about their emotions and their relationships, and they're also spiritual. They make meaning out of life. Okay. So the three fights, in a sense, are those three fights. Okay. So the first fight is um, in a couple relationship, I know p- people come in and I try to sort out, hey, what are you, what's going on here? And the first fight is, why can't you be more like me? Right. That's actually a biological or a physical fight. Right. Two humans, when they partner, are bringing their bodies right. and their brains. Right. And it's all of their biology. So some people need more sleep. Some people need less sleep. Some people need to eat a lot. Some people can eat very little and function really well. Right. Um, some people a lot of touch and affection with their bodies and some more distance. Okay. So that's the biological fight. Is this kind of what you're wanting? Yes, absolutely, because I think this is this is the stuff that, as I think about it, you know, because Sexy Marriage Radio, one of the premises we've got is how you do sex is how you do life. And so while yeah. we go a lot in the sexual arena, it all still applies to life. On yes. Just, you know, it's all language in my yeah. mind. And what you're describing here is it's a it gives me a language to look at the conflict and the fights that we have in my marriage yeah. And and the idea of just recognizing, wait, I'm married to someone that's not the same biology as me. Well, that's right. good data to know. I know it on some level, but maybe not on a deeper level. So absolutely, let's keep going. Yeah, and I think also as a therapist, I'm not trained in the biological side. I have I've had the privilege in my career to train physicians, to train therapists, and to train clergy. So it kind of fits in the same frame because each of these three fights actually fit in those different domains a little bit. Sure. So um, so the first fight is, why can't you be more like me, which has to do with kind of fighting for um, doing things in a way that makes me physically more comfortable. Okay. And um, couples can't really change that. It's like a hardwiring in a sure. person. And so you have to kind of make room for both people. And that's a negotiation that you have to do. Okay. So the second fight is, why can't you be more like my family? family in a broad sense. Right. And it has to do with kind of the patterns that we've grown up um, learning. Like right. h- how clean is clean <laughs> in the sink when you're doing the dishes, you know? So if you grow up in a family where it. it's very like precise and every little tidbit is gone, you know, then the fight around how clean is clean is that. If the other person's much more casual, hey, I rinsed it off. There's no food in it anymore. We're good. Right. They're going to have a fight because of the family upbringing, the differences that they came in to the family. And so there's a lot of fights that happen in couples is you're bringing in two different family cultures, two right. different family ways of doing things. Um, and so you have to negotiate that fight in a different way than you do the physical fights. Right. And I think that's a good a, a good uh, de- delineation is the fact that the, since they're two different realms, the way you approach them is different. Right. Because I can I can just think of I think it's a Rob Bell statement. 
um, from Sex God, where he talked about that, you know, marriage is thousands of conversations on how you're going to do life. And a lot of that is the two blendings of the families of origin. Right. That we're trying to create our own family of origin that then our kids get to fight about the way we've done it as compared to whoever it is they marry and the way they did it. And all of the little nuances, because you just think of how rampant those things get. Huge. And, and how we yeah. think that that's the right way when instead, no, that's just our family's way. Yeah. And it also actually fits a little bit with the research is that kind of the more different your family cultures have been, the more fights you're going to have and you have to negotiate more. Okay. You know? So, for example, if you have similar education or you have um, you've lived in a certain um, place all the all the time. Right. Um, you're, it's more familiar to you. You don't have to negotiate that quite as much. Right. Whereas if you, you grew up in a different country and then you partner with somebody in this country, there's a lot more cultural negotiations yeah. you have to go through. So if your cultures are similar, it's actually a little easier than if your cultures are different. And that's what the research would say too about okay. it. Okay. And that, that's a great point. Thank you. So the third fight is um, why can't you understand my pain? Okay. And and in our culture, I don't think we do this fight very well. Um, How this, so? This, well, I think a lot of times we have a very um, kind of consumeristic culture, and then we bring that even to our relationships. You know, you give me this, I'll bring this to the marriage, or I'll bring this to the relationship, and you bring that to the relationship, and it kind of we're better because we both have more stuff, right? Or more skills, or more resources. And if you don't bring as much in, I start wanting to not be around you. Um, okay. you know, so there's kind of, a almost a quid pro quo, kind of a financial negotiation that goes on in a relationship. But I think there's on a, on a spiritual meaning making level, I think there's more that goes on, which is why we have so many, you know, romantic movies at the, and, <laughs> uh, our culture kind of says, and they lived happily ever after kinds of stuff. Yeah. And it comes from being loved fully for who you are. And we're not perfect. So right. when you, you're being loved in your imperfectness, you're getting loved in your pain or your trauma. So good coupling negotiates fights around kind of deep wounds or deep issues that each person brings to the relationship. Some people bring a lot of that and some pr- people bring less of that, but every bring, everybody brings some pain or trauma. They weren't parented perfectly. They've right. had past relationships that have been injurious and that gets recycled in your current relationship. Right. Yeah, um, it, and it, it also takes a lot of trust for that to happen. And so it takes a few years for usually for that to bubble up okay. in a relationship. Okay. I mean, cause isn't there a theory out there that, that kind of looks at the, the lens of relationships as we're trying, we're, we're repeatedly trying to deal with past baggage yes. in, in the current. And then if that doesn't do it, then we move to the next one and we move. And that's yes. where, that's where the research would show, yeah. Uh, subsequent marriages have a higher rate of divorce. Yes. Um, they, they don't last as long. You know, there's a different things that can be stacking against you because right. it's a pattern that's going on rather than realizing how are we honoring. And I love the idea of how are we creating the whole element of good coupling? Yeah. So the good coupling comes from from being able to hold the pain of your partner which is really, it's, it's very difficult to do because it's sometimes it's, you're attacked when it really wasn't your, your fault. Right. It really comes from the, uh, your partner's past history. They're super reactive to something or they're assuming you're going to be a certain way. Right. Right. And, um, or you've said a certain things and it means a certain thing like, um, 
you know, I'm not important to you. Um, you, you the person's thinking that, you know, you're doing something to say, I'm not really that important to you. And I grew up in a family where I wasn't very significant. And so that's very painful. I'm going to get reactive. I'm going to get angry or I'm going to, I'm going to run out the door and right. leave you. And then it creates a lot of abandonment cycles. So that pain cycle, you know, I call it an attachment injury or a lot of trauma from your history. Everybody brings into some extent in a, sure. in a couple, but we don't talk about that so much um, in terms of couple. It's almost like sacrificial love. You, you have to hang in there with the pain of your partner, not just all their bennies, all their good things that they're bringing to the relationship. Right. So what is it that makes it to where you think we don't talk about that much? Why, why is that one of those that's, it's not on the, it's not on the lens as much? I don't think we've known how to talk about spirituality and meaning making very well in our culture. We tend to be kind of a modernistic scientific culture, you know, it's got to have facts and data. And this is more philosophical. It's more (laughs) theological. It's more kind of meaning make existential. And um, at least mental health doesn't talk, hasn't historically talked about it very much because it's been seen as kind of not, not in the medical realm of conversation, although that's changing. Definitely in the last, you know, 10 or 15 years. But so when you have the three different things, so you got the biological, the psychosocial, and then the spiritual. Right. And as that starts to unfold and play out in, in a listener's life, what, what, once you can kind of, cause it, to me, a lot of what we try to do with the history of sexy marriage radio is we want to frame conversations. We want to give good information to help people look at something a little different um, to approach it a little different to, right. you know, I'm, I'm huge in personal responsibility to own my role in this thing that if it's, I believe in a, in a system, if there's a problem going on, I'm helping co-create it somehow. So mm-hmm. it's not just, uh, I'm not just married to a terrorist. I am right. one myself. So yeah. if I can look at those things and now I'm framing, uh, the different fights we've got down into three, um, right. You then go on further and talk about some of these different skills of here's what you right. do. So lead right. us, so lead us through of, there. So a lot of times, like in, in, at least as a counselor, as a therapist, when couples come to me, they kind of say, hey, let me communicate better. I think I need to figure this out, you know, almost like one size fits all. Right. And and from my, from my experience, I think from my wisdom, clinical wisdom a little bit, I realize that you have to do actually different things depending on the fight. Sure. So they're not all, all sides aren't the same. Right. Because you alluded so to first, that earlier. If, you, if you're dealing with a biological issue versus a family of origin issue, those are, those are two different beasts. Right. 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 So l- let me give you an example of, I mean, we talk about sex as an example, but let me talk about um, money because sometimes people get that one and people say that's one of those big fights that people have is around money. Yep. So say, say uh, a couple is coming in with fights around how they're using their finances, how they're dealing with their finances and how they're using their money. So if it was a biological fight, one of the things I'd you'd say, is there a biological fight around money? That sounds so weird, but actually there is because <clears throat> if you have a personality, your personality is really shaped by your biology. It's how your brain works okay. and how you feel, um, um, how you make sense of things, how you make sense of data. In fact, if you put in like brain, brain scan pictures, you can actually see different parts of the brain, you know, right. light up depending right. on the person. So it's in your biology, it's in your brain. Um, so if you have a fight, so how are we going to spend this thousand dollars? If one person might want to be super organized, you know, their, their personality is, 
they're more of a judger on the Myers-Briggs or they're having, you know, kind of need, <laughs> need much more precise and they need to kind of balance their checkbook and it's much more precise. Or they might be partnered to somebody who's a lot more go with the flow. Let's see what's going on right now. And that's actually a personality difference that comes from their biology. Okay. Um, fight one is best done where you can make room for both partners. Okay. What most people do is fight about do it like me. Why right. can't you be more like me? So the, 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 the planner and the organizer is harping on the other person to say, you're like a child with the money, you know, right. you keep on spending it like whatever. And the person with the, that goes more with the flow and sees the contact and says, but I spend money on people and their relationships. It <laughs> makes me feel better. And like, this was the need that I saw this week in my family. And therefore I want to spend some of the money for them. You know, they, their birthday's coming up and they really feel down right now. So they're much more like fluid in the moment. The person's, no, you're overspending. This right. is our budget on the thing. So they're fighting around money because right. of their biological differences. So the idea in this fight, what do you do in terms of skill, is appreciate that each person, we call them A skills. Okay. So when you have a biological fight, you get A skills. One of them is appreciation. Can you appreciate that each partner is bringing something really important to the conversation about money? Okay. And the answer is yes, yeah. hopefully. Yeah. That rather than fighting, you want to make room for each person a little bit in the negotiation. Okay. That's good. So let me go to number number two. Fight number two has B skills. Okay. You know, hint, fight number three has C skills. <laughs> I see where you're going. So- <laughs> so um in the b skills the fight around money is your family system why can't you be more like my family so maybe one family um grew up in a culture where spending money on things like uh, going to trips and traveling and being exposed to the world is really really important to do that's like a cultural value the family one one partner brings in from their own family right and say the other um family grew up more with, um, you know, um, limited income because of the education of their own families. And so they wanted to be very careful about how money was spent. So that first, the priority really needs to be on your, you know, utilities and not too much housing costs or something like that, really pragmatic. So the cultural fights is one kind of a pragmatic culture. Let's be sure we're keeping within the bounds of safety. And then the other one's talking about, hey, let's be an adventure. Let's right. go out there and, and explore the world. So the B skill, an example of the B skills, there's other ones, is um, balance. Okay. Is, is you really want to balance, not make room. The first one was making room for both. But this one is you want to kind of do a give and take. You want to balance and negotiate the fam the values from both of your families. What can we take from family A? What can we take from family one and family two? Right. Merge them together to be a better family than either one had all by themselves. Okay. So you're trying to kind of absorb the best and make your couple, coupling relationship, your marriage, kind of the best of both cultures. Right. Bring bring in the strengths of both sides or bring in the, the nuances of both sides that just enhance the current. Right. Okay. And then the third fight is say say money. So this has to do with kind of spirituality and money. So say um, say in this partnership in the marriage you've been married before and your previous partner um, 
took all the money when they left you. They took most of the resources and Mm -hmm. really were unfair in the divorce. And they got a really high powered lawyer that just, you know, took them to the cleaners. And the other family came from a family where um, they were immigrants a couple generations ago. And really, they came from nothing. So both of them have at emotional core level around money, feelings of fear, abandonment, loss, and that comes into financial conversations. So when they're fighting yep. about money, those emotions are in there. Those deep kind of hurts are in there. So the third fight you do, the first one is you do compassion. Mm-hmm. Compassion is why is it so important to spend money this way or be very, very careful with money this way? I have compassion that I see how you'd be scared that this money is going to lead to abandoning me. Right. I'm not going to have my needs met. I'm going to get left in the cold. Okay. So we're talking about money, but we're talking about money that thousand dollars in very different ways. Well, that's where you, that's where you alluded to. Yeah. That's where you alluded to one of the components of the spiritual realm in this is the meanings of things, you know, that how how have I, that's the, the, one of the phrases I have is we don't fight about things. We fight about the meanings of things in, in a, in committed relationships and even in every relationship. But, but there's that element of, Okay, that's my pain. That's my struggle. That's my my the deeper thing that it's not just yeah. a dollar bill or a thousand of them. It's yeah. what's attached to. What does that mean? And yes. that's the bigger deal. So you're talking about if I can have compassion for the way my spouse sees it and they can have it for mine, we're we're creating simultaneous existence a little better. Very much so. Okay. And it's it's a spiritual practice because you actually have to kind of put your needs on hold a little bit to hear fully those are those deeper meanings right. often are very um painful absolutely and so you, to make room for that it, it takes some almost like spiritual discipline it takes some some <laughs> capacity to yep. hold on to your own neediness being listened to and listen to your partner's kind of emotional reactivity around yeah. something and um and can see that as actually kind of a way that you make meaning at a deeper level, which I think is a spiritual no, it's, um, practice. That's so, that's so true because how often do we have times when we start touching upon someone else's pain or this is the way I see it. A lot of times I share something of my pain and what I'm greeted with is what they would do with their pain in the same situation. Exactly. And so it's like, exactly. they're giving me what I should do under all dressed up as what they would do. And it's yeah. not necessarily creating room for me. It's projecting onto me them or their fear yes. or their whatever. And I get yeah. to see how, man, that's why we suck so bad at walking alongside people that are really struggling yeah. as, and we as often, humans. And we often, such a good point. And we often label those in negative ways like, oh, this person's stingy, yeah. right? Or selfish, or it comes out in, because it comes in such strong, powerful ways, a lot of times it pushes us away. Yeah. You know, like oftentimes those kind of fears yeah. come out wonky and harsh. So it's hard to hold it with compassion. And then even if you can, you kind of want to get it solved the way that you want to get it solved, not the way that they need, right. like you were saying. <laughs> right. Well, Claudia, this is good. Um, I love the the framework that you've created with this. Um, Thank and, you. And even the way you can kind of capture it as it's it's the me and the we Yes. And, and how is there simultaneous of all of that, if you will, right? Yes. 
Yeah, and doing that. And so, I mean, we talked about it around money, but it, you can see in sexuality, it would actually, your physical needs and your emotional needs and your intimacy needs are going to play out differently physically from your psychosocial background, from your family background, and also from your pain. If you've yeah. had any trauma around your your physical um, intimate needs being met, that's going to play out in your own relationship. So I, it can, there's parallel a lot of times people say, oh, they, you know, you fight about in-laws and money and sex or something like that. I say, yeah, but how you fight about it, what you do with them probably needs to be a little more nuanced, a little bit more, right. you know, broken into pieces that are a little bit different than what we usually think. Oh, that's, that's great. So Claudia, tell people in the Sexy Marriage Radio Nation how they can find more of you. And I'll put all this in the show notes as well. So you can look on Amazon because the book we've had this fight before is a ebook and a regular hardcover book. So you can, or soft cover book, so you can purchase it through Amazon. Um, I also have a web page. So it's Dr. Claudia GG um, is out there. So you can find me that way because I do some, um, I'm not doing clinical work quite so much, but I do talks and retreats and, and um, you know, the book. So Perfect. Well, Claudia, thank you so much for the work and the contribution towards marriages. Um, it's a great, it's and a you great too. thing. You're doing a lot of wonderful advocacy for having good relationships out there. So well, I appreciate that. Thank you. So after listening to Dr. Claudia, Pam, mm -hmm. I'm kind of thinking we might need to fight some. <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> Whoa. Bring it on. <laughs> okay. I'll fight you. <laughs> <laughs> We've got lots of experience. <laughs> Yeah, she brings a great view of right. of how to look at uh, boil it all down to realize there's some other things that are going on underneath it. You yeah. know, it's it's a similar slant that I believe in that we don't fight about things, we fight about the meanings of things. Mm -hmm. And she has a great way to capture it and then the skills. So I'm hoping that as the members of Sexy Marriage Radio Nation listen to this, it, it really does make a difference for them. Well, this has been Sexy Marriage Radio. Thanks for taking some time out of your day to spend it with us. So Wherever you are, whatever you've been doing, hope you have a good rest of your day. See you next time.